0: The Brighton Festival Fringe, an eventful Brighton podcast. Well, I'm sitting in Pavilion Gardens on a quite a nice sunny day, a little bit chilly, but quite a nice sunny day, with Mr. Duncan Sibold, who is the playwright and producer of uh, the play Keep Taking the Tablets. Hello, Duncan. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Uh, now, tell me, or tell us, about uh, this play, Keep Taking the Tablets. Keep Taking the Tablets
1: is a play about my life with uh, my mum's mental illness. Mum was uh, schizophrenic, manic depressive and probably from the age of seven when I first remember my dad telling me in the uh, corridor of a mental hospital not to talk to any strange people I realised that my life with mum was going to be slightly different so it chronicles
0: um, parts of my life with her. Amazing, now I, I think there's probably a big story behind this play because it's, it's, it's based on true events in your life I mean tell us a bit more about that
1: Yes, I've, um, I've had to have my mum sectioned four times which is a, an absolutely horrible thing to have to do it's taken away somebody's liberty um, and I've been through two very serious suicide attempts with her um, and on the last one she, she was read The Last Rites and the nurse with me told, told me that we probably just had an hour left um, and she pulled through. Um, and and this, this play tells my story um, and some of the battles that I've had in getting her into hospital, getting her treated properly and, and having people take seriously the problems that I've had with her because I, I don't think that there's enough concern for carers and I often think the mental illness is something that, that people except happens to, to older people and they start calling it dementia and Alzheimer's and that isn't always the case she's been mentally ill since, well, as long as I can remember Just to get this, this clear, is, is your mum still with us, Duncan? No, um, mum passed away last Christmas um, just just before Christmas so it, it, it was very, well, it is still very sad and um, I'm, I feel that doing this is, is cathartic it is helping me grieve, although at times it's very hard because the poster's got a picture of her on it. The words are there, the situations are there, so it, it, it is hard at times. And I mean, I, when I sit through a hearse and I, I see the actor, and actress that's playing uh, myself and my mama, I, I, it, it feels so real at times, and it, it, it is very hard for me to watch. And some of the some of the people that haven't seen it, that sat and watch it, you can see it, you know a tear. Tear in their eyes at the same time it is touching um, and it's also funny um, because life with people that are mentally ill is both of those
0: I was going to ask you about that I'll come on to that in a minute first before we talk about that how long has this play been inside you?
1: Um, probably since Probably over the last twenty years, I've I've written notes. I've always wanted, like everybody, I've always wanted to write something, and um, eventually I have, and I, I've, I've you know I finished it, and I was I was very very pleased. But I've been writing notes about it, um, you know, and I, I could probably probably do a mini series, let alone just to play for the fringe. Um, but who knows? Who knows what's next?
0: And talking about the, without spoiling the plot or anything, can you give us a brief synopsis of? of- kind of where it goes what it's all about what, what the, what's funny about it
1: yeah um i realize mum's not well again um through telephone calls to her and so i go to visit her and it's about my struggle to try and get her the medical authorities to take um, my worries about her seriously getting him into hospital and then um, what happens with her aftercare um and it, and it, it it's based not loosely, very tightly on things that actually happened.
0: So it is quite it does it is a reflection of true life.
1: Oh absolutely, yes. And I and I think the reason why it will touch so many people is because it happens in so many other people's lives and uh, I, I think they'll they'll definitely be able to see that and feel that.
0: It's an interesting subject, isn't it? What what role do you think this is a one of my a classic Andy White awkward questions, so I'll understand if you can't answer it. What, what role do you think um, plays like this have that sort of highlights things that happen in real life that people perhaps don't want to talk about or, or don't acknowledge that much? Um, firstly,
1: it means that you can see that it's not just happening to me. It, it helps other people realise that you're not alone. Um, it helps people realise that it's okay to laugh at things that are happening and also that it's okay to cry and I, I, I do think that people hold grief in it, it eats you up inside and and you should confront it and I think that this play helps people see both those things that you can confront what's happening in your life and, and it will help you deal with it I think now the stigma of mental health is, um, is a lot less than it was and people um, are being helped and particularly in my instance I've been helped by Mind um, over the years and in Brighton they do a lot of great work um, and and are the ones that recently have come up with a statistic that one in four of us will be affected um, by mental health issues in a lifetime um, and, and, and they do so much to help people realise that um, you know, there is somebody that can, they, they can talk to and that can help them and um, any profits that we make from this I'll, I'll be donating to Mind um, for all the good work that they do
0: well, I'll make sure that I put a link to Mind in the show notes
1: thank you, they'd appreciate that
0: I was at the uh, opening of the Fringe on Saturday and a lady came up to me and gave me one of your leaflets, which I think are absolutely fantastic by the way. But Have you been um, I hear that you've been giving leaflets out how have they been received? Fantastic I, I actually decided I would go down to um,
1: Waitrose and hand them out there and, and rather than just give them out to people and have them wasted I introduced myself and said I've written a play about my, my mum's mental illness and it's on at the Fringe, would you like a leaflet? I must have given out 300 leaflets and probably 10 people said no everybody else received it well and there must have been 30 maybe even 40 people that wanted to stop and talk about their problems their mothers the mental illness that surrounds their lives and and that again is where mine statistic of one in four rings true i i would say on that basis it's probably probably even less it might be even one in three everybody down there that, that talked about it said oh yeah i know someone i can relate to that um which i found very scary so very well received indeed. Then, yes, I'm. I'm hoping that those people will come in and see it, and then it will. It will have a positive effect on their, on their lives,
0: and 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 the people that are touched by mental illness within their families and friends. And, and I know that the play starts tomorrow. We'll talk about that in, in a second. But I know that you've done a few dry runs, haven't you? And how, how have they gone? How how has the audience reacted there? The small audience that was watching, presumably.
1: Um, I'm very pleased that they've laughed in the funny bits and um, you, you, and, and they've they've cried in the sad bits um, and 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 it was quite an amazing thing for for me to see that the words that I'd written could actually touch people like that, which I, I, I hadn't really thought of. I hadn't thought of the ramifications of of writing something and and then watching other people's reactions. So yeah, it was good to see that that the emotions I'd hoped it would elicit it did. So um, it's worth people taking their handkerchiefs with them then. <laughs> yes, my uh, <laughs> my, produ- my joint producer said to me, yesterday, I think we should have a few um, a few hankies on on, on the um, tables with us, yes.
0: And uh, the dates and times that the play is showing and the location?
1: It's on at the Friends Meeting House, which is nice and central in Brighton, and it's on, on Thursday the 12th and Friday the 13th, and then um, it's at 7.15, and then it's on Thursday the 26th at 7.15, and on Saturday the 28th, we have a 2.15 matinee and a 7.15 evening performance.
0: Fantastic. And was that the Friends Meeting House? Yeah, the Friends Meeting House in Ship Street. Brilliant. And um, just, to, just to round things off, uh, on a slightly lighter note, I don't know if you're aware that it's the Fringe's fifth birthday this year. Have you got a birthday message for the Fringe?
1: Yes. Um, save me a piece of cake and um, I look forward to the next five years. Well done. Duncan Sibald, thank you very much indeed. Thank you,
0: Andy. Thanks for listening to the Brighton Festival Fringe podcast. Please visit the website for the show at eventfulbrighton.org. Subscribe on iTunes to search for Brighton Festival Fringe podcast. Visit the Fringe website at www.brightonfestivalfringe.org.uk. The music is by We Are Swift at www.myspace.com We Are and the podcast is produced by Wireworld Media at www.wireworldmedia.co.uk. Thanks for listening.